the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. In part two of the series, The Priority of Prayer and Fasting, Pastor Rander clearly defines what prayer and fasting mean. And, as he always does, refers us directly to Scripture so that we can read it for ourselves. In order to abide in the Word, we must understand its meaning and application to ensure we understand what happens if we, the global church of God, fail to pray and we are to approach fasting. Be sure to have your Bible, pen, and paper handy as you will want to take notes. Be in the presence of Jesus Christ and drink from living water. Jesus is living water. He provides water of life. Regrettably, many Christians thirst for the wrong things only to end up spiritually dehydrated. Many Christians, they thirst for the wrong things only to end up spiritually dehydrated. And some of y'all is just, you're just as dehydrated as you can be. Just dehydrated. You know, when when you really get thirsty, uh, Kool-Aid is not going to do. Ice cream is not going to do. Soda water is not going to do. When you want some water, you want some what? There's, listen, beloved, there's no substitute for water. Let me tell you something, no substitute for water. And when you want water, you want water. And the doctor tell us we need to drink a whole lot of water to flush out the impurities. And some of y'all got you so canned up with so much stuff is because you're not drinking from the water of life. You stink up the place because you need water. That's right. You gossip because you need the water of life. You're addicted to all this stuff because you need spiritual water. You're dehydrating because you're drinking from the wrong fountain. Jesus says, come unto me. Drink of me. In me, I alone is able to quench your thirst. And the worst thing you can do is to come into God's house, into God's presence, and leave thirsty. Thirsty. I mean, you come to God's house, and you leave dry. Just dry. No song. No joy. No shout. And when you know, you know you're, you're dry when you look at everybody else and wonder what they're shouting about. It don't take all that. Well, what's wrong with you? We want to pack folk out there shouting. You ought to pack that folk, that person out there looking around wondering what's wrong. As a deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you. 
Oh God, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. My God's not dead, he's alive. I like that old song that says, I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living regardless of what men may say. I see what I, I hear his voice of mercy. What is that? That's what, I see his hand of mercy. I heard his voice of cheer. And every time I need him, he's always near. He lives. How many of you know he lives? He lives within my heart. How do I know he lives? He walks with me. I ain't going no further. Hey, he talks with me. I ain't that happy. <laughs> you, today you see me jump over that. I'm really in the spirit. He tells me I am his own. Yes, sir. <laughs> All I'm saying to you today is nothing in this world can satisfy or quench our thirst like the Lord Jesus Christ. When are you going to stop being so thirsty? When are you going to start drinking from the fountain of God? When people, when God's people fail to pray, here's what happens. Uh, we will... When God, when we fail to pray and be under the, under the influence of the Spirit, we will not be able to comprehend and grasp the Word of God. That's big. When you're not praying and when you're not under the influence of the Holy, of the Holy Spirit, you'll not be able to comprehend and grasp the eternal Word of the living God. Let me show you what I'm talking about. Look at Luke chapter 24. Verses 44 through 45. You see, we're talking about this is the season of fasting and prayer. Do you realize when is the last time you in your prayer life you did, that you prayed for a deeper understanding of the word of God? And prayer unlocks the scripture. Look what it says here. Then he said to them, these are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you. That all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. Look at verse 45. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scripture. Let me tell you something. You'll not understand the deeper truths of the word of God, the mysterious truths of the word of God until God unlocks your mind through prayer. Wow. Prayer gives us a comprehension of the word of God, an understanding of the word of God. Prayer helps us to reason from the scripture. Prayer illuminates our mind as we gaze into the word of God. Prayer will do what commentaries can't do. Acts chapter 16. I'm talking about how prayer unlocks the mind in the comprehension of scripture. Acts 16, 13 through 14. Acts 16, 13 and 14. Are y'all hanging with me? Acts 16. 13 and 14. 
Look, look what it says there. And on the Sabbath day, he went out of the city to the riverside where prayer was customarily made. And we sat down and spoke to the women and met there. Now a certain woman named Lydia heard us. She was a seller of purple from the city of Thyatira who worshiped God. Underline this, the Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. That's big. Who opened her heart? The Lord opened her heart. Now, how did her heart get open? You got to go back to the beginning of that verse. And on the Sabbath day, he went out of the city to the riverside where prayer was customly, customarily made. Prayer coupled with the work of God in the life of people is what opens opens up the mind and opens up the understanding. The Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. The Lord opened her heart. Let me tell you something. I don't understand it. I tell you, what, God will give you the understanding if you pray. If the Lord doesn't open your heart, you won't understand the scripture. If you're not praying, you will not have a comprehension. Listen, if the Lord don't open your heart, you won't tie. Look at quite again. Let's get it. If the Lord don't open your heart, you won't give. Huh? If the, no gadget or no coercion can force you to give. You're in the church 40 years and still giving $2? It's because the Lord hasn't opened your heart. And, and he hasn't opened your heart because there's a hardness of hearts. That's right. The Lord has to open your heart to scripture so that you can have a deeper understanding of the things of God. Wow, that's powerful. So prayer gives us comprehension of the word of God. As Pastor Rander continues today's message, we will walk with him through the word of God as he teaches us how to spiritually approach prayer and fasting, the price we pay when we don't pray, and the blessings we receive when we do pray. The Bible assures us that if we draw near to God, He will draw near to us. Isn't that a comforting thought and promise? Keep listening and keep your Bible pen and paper handy. What happens when God's people fail to pray? When prayer is no longer a priority, we have the potential of losing God's divine covering and protection. It is just the grace and mercy of God that protects us in spite of ourselves. If God's protection was contingent upon our prayer lives, we would have been wiped out a long time ago. You know what? Now, you know that's grace. When God tells us to pray and we don't pray, and then we don't pray and he protects us in spite of not praying. That's deep. Think about that a minute. I mean, by right, based on our prayer lives, we don't deserve the right to be protected. Think about it. I mean, how many of you have prayed to the point that you know you have earned God's protection? I'm just rephrasing it, phrasing it. Man, I said, oh God, thank you for protecting me in spite of myself, in spite of my prayer deficiencies. I thank God that he, he blesses me in spite of myself. Psalms 18, 2 and 3 says, the Lord is my rock my fortress and my savior, 
My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me and my place of safety. I call on the Lord who is worthy of praise and he saved me from my enemies. How many of you have, how many of you have been saved from en- en- enemies? How many of you have had enemies on your trail and you, well, first of all, now if you don't, you don't think you have enemies, you, 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 you fooling yourself. You ought to at least know the devil is your enemy. <laughs> That's right. Say, I've been saved from my enemies, and I've been saved from my enemies more than once. That's right. I've had enemies try to get me, and they couldn't get me like they tried to get me. And God got them before they can get me. Let me tell you something. When you mess with God's child, you mess with God. He says, I will prepare a table. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> right, huh? In the presence of what? My enemies. He said, hey, he said I, I'll take care of you. Just fellowship with me. I set the table. We'll be fellowshipping and I'll be knocking your enemies off. One, poop, 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 poop. You sitting there just enjoying God. Poop, 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 poop. He just, poop, poop, poop. <laughs> poop, poop, poop. Oh, you just enjoy. Oh, God, thank you. Poop, poop, poop. All around you. He just knocking, he knocking, he notching them out. He's keeping you through danger, seen and unseen. He protects me in spite of myself. Thank God I'm protected. Psalms 40, 13 through 15. Turn there if you will. Psalms 40. Psalms 40. That's a big one. Psalms 40, 13 through 15. Look what it says. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. Not, not, God Almighty, I, I wish I could go right there. I, I, you, you, that's enough right there. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. In other words, does God take delight in delivering you? Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver, to deliver me. And you know, God can't say ain't. God can't say, huh? God says, God could, God could leave you where you are. Be pleased, O oh Lord, to deliver me. In other words, you, you need to live, a cert, live in such a way that you deserve the right to be delivered. And that God takes pleasure in delivering you because of how you please him in lifestyle and conduct. Be pleased, O oh Lord, to deliver me. Oh, Lord, make haste to help me. Hurry up, Lord. Let them be ashamed and brought to mutual confusion. God knows that I've seen God confuse my enemies right before my eyes. Look, who seek to destroy my life. There are people out there who want to destroy our reputations, who want to destroy our character, who want to destroy our finances, who want to destroy uh, everything about us. Let them be driven backwards and brought to dishonor who wish me evil. There are some folk planting and pl- plotting on you that you know not of. And I'm going to tell you something. Everybody don't work. Every, there the whole lot of people who does not wish you good. Don't wish you good. They wish evil upon you. There are many who can't rejoice with you, but they will plot against you. Let them be driven backwards and brought to dishonor. Who wish me evil? 
Let them be confounded because of their shame. In other words, God embarrasses them right before your eyes who say to me, aha, aha. In other words, our protection is contingent upon our adherence and obedience to the word of God. God takes delight in protecting those whose lives are continually cleansed through confession of sins. But I got I got to park right here and say something. Do you realize that America really does not deserve to be protected any longer? You know, this this country is becoming more antichrist, more atheistic, idolatry, pluralism, everything else, humanism, every all the other isms are, are they are they are they are being elevated, and God is being suppressed. We've drifted away from the word of God. We no longer want prayer. We no longer want Jesus. We live in a country that says you don't have to go to church anymore. We're divorcing ourselves from God. And God says, okay, you don't want me? Have at it. Have at it. Let me tell you something else. Number five, without prayer and fasting, There is no deliverance from strongholds, addictions, and the things that weigh us down. Without prayer and fasting, there is no deliverance from what? Strongholds, addictions, and the things that weigh us down. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. There is no deliverance apart from God, godly believers who are filled with the Holy Spirit, depending exclusively on the word of God, exclusively on prayer and fasting. Those are our spiritual weapons. Word of God, prayer and fasting. They are our spiritual weapons. And apart from those, you'll not be delivered from spiritual strongholds. Matthew chapter 17, verses 14 through 19, and then skip down to verse 21. It says, and when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely. For he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, your folk, your people. And they couldn't cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. The disciples came to Jesus privately. My Lord, (laughs) why could not we not cast that devil out? Look at verse 21. However, Jesus said, this kind does not go out except by prayer and what? Fasting. Listen, if you've been dealing with pornography and you've been dealing with it for years, you can't sing pornography away. Uh Uh-uh. You can't hope it away. No, 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 no amount of money can fix pornography. Psychology cannot fix pornography. 
Dr. Phil can't fix pornography. There are some things you're going to have to cry to God and you're going to have to deny yourself. And then you're going to have to turn off and cut off and throw out some things. Throw out those strongholds. Throw out those temptations. That's right. If your mouth been cussing for 40 years. Listen, you're not going to just stop cussing tomorrow. Barring a miracle. Those miracles happen. And I've seen those happen too. But, but things primarily happen as a byproduct of fasting and prayer. God cleanses your mouth. You cry to God in prayer and fasting and denying yourself. God does it. God does it. And those cravings become even stronger as we try to get closer to God and deny ourselves of these of these things. Negativity and all these things, being tardy, being lazy, and on and on it goes. Those become strongholds. And the only way you're going to be delivered is through prayer and fasting. Number six, when we fail to pray, we become more independent and we will have a tendency to trust our own human wisdom and sufficiency. When we fail to pray, we become more what? Independent and we have a tendency to trust our own human wisdom and deficiency. First Corinthians chapter two, four and five says, and my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of wisdom but in demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the what power of God in the power of God and in your, because in your flesh is nothing uh, good in your flesh is nothing that can bring deliverance in your flesh is no power in your flesh is no anointing, but with God, all things are possible. In God is the anointing. In God is the power. In, in the spirit uh, will one be liberated to the glory of God. Second Corinthians 3, 5 says, now that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God. When you think you can make it on your own, you are just as messed up as you can be. When you think you got it together, you are a big mess. When you think you don't need anybody, you are a big fool. You need folk. You say, I don't need anybody. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You need somebody. You get on that flow. Uh, you get uh, uh, aneurysm or something. You're on that flow. You need somebody. Yeah, you need somebody. You need, God will put you in a position where you And be scared. Listen, don't, stop saying what you don't need. Sometimes God will permit things to happen to you to show you there is a need. There is a need. You can slip in that tub, bathtub, and you just sitting there. You can't even reach your cell phone. You're praying, Lord, I should send somebody by. All of us need somebody. All of us need somebody. And self-sufficiency is one of the, one of the greatest ills to keep us from getting closer to God. And finally, but, but not the least, I'll stop right here. A prayerless life gives Satan all kinds of opportunity to wreak havoc in our lives. A prayerless life gives Satan all kinds of opportunities to wreak havoc in our lives. We are easily, when we don't pray, we are easily exploited by Satan. We are misled by Satan. When we are not praying, we are deceived by Satan. 
When we are not praying, we are defeated by Satan. When we are not praying, we are led to believe Satan's lies and we are more prone to yield to temptation, which will result in our physical and spiritual ruins. It's, you're in a dangerous state, a most vulnerable state when you fail to pray. But John 10, 10, a says the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. Ephesians 4, 27 says, nor give place to the devil. When you don't, when you don't pray, you give Satan a place to work incredibly in your lives. First Peter 5, 8 says, be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, your enemy, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. In other words, if you're not praying, you create great opportunities for Satan to wreak havoc in your life and do damage that he, he wouldn't otherwise do if you were hedged in and protected by prayer. Prayer protects your family. Prayer protects your children. Prayer protects you. Prayer protects this church. Prayer protects your home. When you forget to cut the security on. When your dog won't bite. Prayer protects you. That's right. That's right. Prayer protects you from crazy folk. Prayer protects you from divine, from, from satanic strategies. That Satan assaults us with, with the purpose of destroying us. We gotta pray, and if we fail to pray, we we open ourselves up for the intrusion of Satan in every aspect of our lives. And all God's children said, "No doubt, prayer and fasting are vital in the life of a Christian." As he concludes part two of this three-part message, Pastor Rander cites additional scriptures that emphasize the magnitude of prayer and fasting that is vital to us as children of our sovereign God. We must not fail to pray and fast because the enemy will not stop his attempts to draw us away from our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located in Converse, Texas. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.